Welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host Sarek, and I'm joined by my co-host Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You tuned into the podcast where we discuss, argue, sometimes agree on the NFL American football. Uh, we do this on a weekly basis during the regular season and the playoffs. So let's do this, Ron. Let's go. Okay, Ron, this week we're going to focus our attention, this whole episode, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you think about that? I'm excited, man. First podcast. Um, best team in the NFL last year. My uh, second favorite team. I'm sort of a homer over here with the Bucs. Um, I'm excited. Let's get it. Yeah, by proximity, we have to... Well, we don't have to. We just know a lot about the Bucks, and we follow the Bucks. Of course, they Super Bowl champions last year. So we're going to break it down like this. We're going to talk about the, the past 2020. We're going to talk about the current roster. And then we're going to play a little bit of a guessing game where we're going to, even though this is not even, they haven't even had a preseason game yet, but we're going to, kind of guess what their record is going to be for the 2021 season so let's do this shall we so last year the Tampa Bay Bucks were 11 and 5 and we're not gonna talk about each game individually but I'm gonna say this going from game one to game four they had a three and one record game five to game eight they had a three and one record again and then games 9 through 12, they hit a little bit of a bump. They went 1-3. and three. And I'm just going to quickly go over the teams they lost to. So they lost against the Saints at home, 31-3. to three. They beat the crap out of Carolina. They won 46-23. Then they had LA at home, the LA Rams. They lost. It was a close game. They lost 27 to 24. And then they had KC. They had the Chiefs at home and they lost that game. Same thing, 27 to 24. So, Ron, why what do you think that they had they struggled with these teams? You know, I'll be honest with you. The, these games, these those three games, those three losses didn't worry me that much. Of course, they got blown out by New Orleans. That wasn't good. Brady played Horribly, um, I, what worried me at the beginning of the season was the Bears game. Um, that that loss to the Bears really made me question whether or not this was a legitimate team. Um, they obviously had a lot had a lot of talent. Um, they you know they they just didn't have a off season. No team had last year. And it was taking them a while to click. And I wasn't sure after that Bears game they would be able to figure it out. Uh, they just looked terrible, um, especially on offense. And um, those three games you're talking about, I, I think they started to play a little better outside of New Orleans game. Um, so I wasn't as concerned. You know, going one and three uh, isn't great during that stretch. But um, I think... You know, towards the last four games, especially, they it started to click, and you can see it, um, you know, happen in front of your eyes, basically. Well, I wasn't too worried about that Chicago Bears game because they were three and one when they went into that game. It was at the Bears. The final score was nineteen to twenty, so they only lost by one point, and they were like averaging almost what thirty points a game by that time. So I wasn't too concerned um, about that game. It's, you know, because really when they went into home stretch before the bye week, that's when they went one and three. And then from the bye week going forward, they didn't lose again. Yeah. Um, they, went, if, they went four and oh right. for the rest of the regular season. Well, I think the problem during those weeks uh, that they had that stretch, if you go back and look at the stats, they, they 
Well, Brady had some turnovers, especially that first game, but they couldn't run the ball at all. I think there was one game where they had um, maybe 20 yards rushing. That was the, the most uh, they had for the, for the game. You can't win like that. Um, they were really one-dimensional. There weren't you know, any major injuries. They just weren't clicking for whatever reason. Um, no, they had, even, they had like a bad games. I mean, I'm looking at the stats. They had eight yards total against the Saints. They had 42 yards against the Rams, and they have 70. So, so they didn't even hit the century mark either either of those losses so they, they i think that they've they figured out that a um they were a passing team and b um you gotta run you gotta protect brady i think that before that if you look at the uh sacks the sacks went down the uh Odison, the defense got better because they were like a shutdown defense. Yeah, they got a little bit healthy. I think um, uh, Vita Vea got healthy, came back, and he made a huge difference uh, to that defense down the stretch. You know, they, they were, going back to the offense, 28th um, in rushing yards per game. And that's not to say, I don't know, we'll go through this with the when we break down the team. It, it's not like they had terrible running backs. They have really good running backs. They just for whatever reason, couldn't run the ball during that stretch. And it wasn't until the playoffs that they they made a commitment to running the ball. And you saw some break, you know, some good runs uh, in the playoffs uh, that kept them, you know, um, you know, alive uh, during the playoffs and winning to help them to win some of those games. Yeah, I mean, they they went undefeated after the bye week because I think that bye week helped them immensely. They went undefeated, they went 4-0. And they were basically blowing, they didn't blow out Atlanta, but they were blowing everybody else off the water. They blew the Vikings out of the water, the Lions, and then the last game, which was again against the Falcons, they blew them 44-27. to So now then they get into the playoffs, they do the wild card, which it was against the Washington football team. And... Not, that game was actually closer than people think, but then look at that. They have 500 yards of total offense. That's mm-hmm. incredible. That's supposed to be like a number one, number two defense, and they got blown out. Well, Washington's offense was the problem that year. Yeah. Um, they'll be better this year, um, and we actually faced them this year during the regular season. So... You know, we were fortunate, I think, to have them uh, for that wild card game. Um, and, you know, it wasn't a blowout, like you said, but we did enough to, to win the game. Yeah, because then they went, they went into the Saints for the divisional games, which they won 30-20. to 20. And that game was actually the same thing. It was kind of the first half they were feeling each other out and then the second time the second half it was all tampa bay it was the saints were like nowhere to be found so that they won that game and then they go into the conference champions against the green bay and no one i I thought that that was like the end of the ride it could have been uh brady didn't play well um i think he threw two picks if i'm not mistaken they could have lost that game, um, but their defense, I think that's when you, we realized, I think most people realized how good that defense was uh, to keep the Packers at 26 points, to really pressure Aaron Rodgers the uh, entire game. Um, that defense was what kept them uh, alive the whole time uh, and allowed them to, to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because usually, I'm looking at the stats, they had three turnovers during that game and usually you have three turnovers in the conference championship you don't win that game exactly but like you said mentioned the defense came up two turnovers they held them back they held the Packers to 67 yards rushing and they had a Packers had a good running back Mm -hmm. so you know they came out I guess you could say Adam Rodgers wasn't all that and then some at home but then again, this is this is this is my whole thing with 2021 is that the fans are, are coming back. Even 
even though we're going through this whole pandemic or whatnot, but the fans are coming back. I think the games are going to be different because the fans will be there. But that's looking forward. So then we have the Super Bowl game against the Kansas City Chiefs, which wasn't even that close. Yeah, it was a blowout. And was- But down the stretch, again... Um, <clears throat> even it, with the bad game that Brady had with the Packers, they put up 30-plus points, you know, for like six or seven straight weeks. You know, they were scoring, you know, all the time. And you had to, you know, be able to, to match them offensively, and no team was able to do that. And that when we got to that Super Bowl, you know, it was over at halftime, to be honest with you. Like you said, it wasn't close. It wasn't um, the close defense was too good. Um, you know, we shut down. Uh, I'm saying we like it's my team, but they shut down Kansas City and, you know, Brady was on fire, you know, and we're running the ball. Like I said, during the whole playoffs, we're running pretty well. Everything just, you know, this just looking back at the season for the Bucks, it went perfect as perfectly as it can go, you know, especially considering the amount of change that they had with, uh, <clears throat> you know, with Brady, with uh, Fournette, with uh, A.B., with uh, Gronkowski and so many different changes and putting all these guys together, especially on offense, not having a, a preseason at all. It went perfectly in the sense that, you know, things weren't great beginning of the year. They weren't necessarily clicking. They had that tough stretch, like you said, uh, where they struggled a little bit. But um, when when we got to those last four games, they got into the playoffs. I think this, you know, this is where Brady, you know, his ex- expertise and just his leadership comes into play and they, they were locked in they were locked in for the for the final few games and locked in for the playoffs and um you know for the most part outside of the green bay game it wasn't really a competition no i, I think th- there's i mean there's a lot of talk of them repeating us champs i don't know about all that but then again you know it was like you say it was the perfect storm for them last season um but it, Again, the NFL moves fast. Defenses move fast. So they're going to figure out whatever scheme they're playing. So we're, we're definitely very excited about this season. Um, so now we're going to go into the present and just look at the roster that they have now. Now, keep in mind that they have like 90 players on the team currently. So as of today, which is August 10th, they have... 90 players they haven't even made the first cut yet they haven't even played that first game yet so let's uh when you take this grading let's take the grading with a grain of salt here so i'm gonna look at let's start with the qb so right right now i would say that they you know with with tb on the helm they don't have a backup a true backup yet i think they're when I look at the lineup, it's Ryan Griffin, Blaine Gobbert, and then they, I guess this guy, Kyle Trask, I never heard of. He probably got drafted recently. Yeah, drafted in the second round. So, but overall, what would you give in the QB position your grade? Um, well, so uh, assuming, uh, I'm just looking at Brady here. No, we just, we just, we're going to pretend that there's no injuries right now. It's just fresh, fresh as a donut. So I'm giving them, if I'm going to grade, I'm giving them a B B plus. B plus. Um, I think, you know, Brady's obviously past his prime. There's certain things he can't do and honestly could never do. You know, he's not the type of guy who can run outside the pocket and make a play with his legs or anything like that. And, he, you know, he has some games where he just doesn't uh, click and he can throw some interceptions in stretches, uh, unfortunately. Um, but... I think um, it, in terms of his leadership, you know, I don't think there's anyone else, maybe outside of like Aaron Rodgers. I don't even want to say him sometimes because he, you know, the way he acts on the field um, sometimes just, you know, to me is it's, it's a downer for the team. But, you know, Brady is, is the, the guy you want as leading your team. Yeah, I think with, with TB on there, no, no injuries. No injuries aside, I'm going to give them an A. Just because they they don't win the Super Bowl if, if it wasn't for TB. 
So let's look at the wide receivers because wide receivers, they have a lot. So they have Mike Evans. They have Antonio Brown. They have Chris Goodwin. Godwin. They have Scott Miller. They have Tyler Johnson, which is probably like one of the walk-ons people they trying out. Nah, he's a good. He's really good. He's good. He came from. Uh, he was drafted in 2020 from Minnesota. Did he get playing time last year? Who would get playing time this year <laughs> on this team? Honestly, look at the roster. Like, I mean, they're literally playing with three number ones. Um, it, it, you're not gonna. You know, there's not going to be a lot of, uh, you know, balls to go around. And if you're someone like Tyler Johnson or uh, someone like um, the rookie they, they drafted, Jalen Darden, um, you know, there's you're not going to get a lot of playing time this year. Got but it. uh, it's not to say they're not talented. Those guys are extremely talented. Yeah, they got they got this guy from LSU, Cyril Grayson. They got Josh Pearson. Cody Mike McAvoy, McElroy, your boy Darn, who they drafted. I mean, they're definitely stacked. I don't think that you know all everyone's gonna make the team. But Obviously not. Like you say, just having three number one wide receivers. I mean, what would be your grade? Uh, I gave them an A plus. There's no other unit, no other team. That has this much talent at the receiver position. I don't want to hear about the Cowboys. Um, I don't want to hear about any other teams that are out there. Uh, when you look at the receiver position, there's they're head and heels above everybody else. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they are wide receivers where where they're hurting right now. So let's let's look at the running backs because the running backs is where I'm gonna say that it was a kind of a sore point for them last year. I mean, they got. Ronald Jones, they got Leonard Fournette, and they brought in Giovanni Bernard, which I feel like they brought him in because the other two running backs can't really catch the ball that well. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, Fournette actually played pretty well last year, catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, they're top heavy. Those two guys, Ronald Jones and Fournette, are the real deal. Uh, Bernard is a third down back. He'll probably be used a lot on special teams, a little bit on third down. Um, but Fournette and Ronald Jones are the real deal. The thing is that they both they both want to carry the load full time, but they both can't be healthy the whole entire year. Right. Full-time. That's that's the problem. I think a lot of NFL teams don't realize like you can't have one running back on your team and expect to play 17 plus games. It's just not, it's not going to work. Um, players, the running back position, they get hurt all the time. You better have a strong backup. Uh, and even the, the, the guy behind the backup needs to be, you know, uh, productive. They need to be useful. What, what grade would you give the running backs on um, this team? I, I gave them a B plus because I think they're so those, those, Top two are, are really good. I think Fournette uh, and Ronald Jones are uh, really good backs. I think they both can be within, in my eyes, within the top 15 in the in the NFL. And maybe that's a little bit of a homer uh, pick. I, you know, but I think if they were on different teams, if they were, let's say, on the Ravens, where you know they run the ball all the time, they'd pull up, you know, easily 1,200 plus yards, assuming they stay healthy, which has, you know, been part of the problem with both of these backs, especially Fournette. Yeah, I give them a C because when I look at their stats last year as a team, they didn't they didn't crack 100 um, only seven times last year. So that means that they were nine games that they didn't crack 100. Now you have somebody like Tom Brady passing to excellent receivers like they have. They don't need to crack 100. But having said that, that means that they're a one-dimensional team right now. They, they love passing the ball. Well, they love to pass the ball, and they will pass to win. Uh, but I don't think they're one-dimensional. I think especially if you look at how they finished the season last year, they realized that they needed to run the ball, um, especially in the playoffs, and they can trust their backs, um, and they can lean more on the running backs. Um, I think that's what they're going to need to do a little bit uh, more of this season. Uh, don't give up on the run um, like they did some of the games last year. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna stick to with the C until they show me until they can do some consecutive games where they're cracking a hundred and where they're like these people are not getting hurt. Uh, yeah, they they gotta show me. So moving on to the tight ends, of course they have big Rob Gronkowski on the team. They have your boy OJ Howard. They have Cameron Brait. Gerald Adams and Tanner Hudson and uh, I mean I'm gonna to me they're definitely a B Robert Krosky is getting old but you can count on him no matter what yeah uh, he's not getting old he is old um, you know but he's still good like you said he's smart um, he's still you know got got some uh, you know some wheels on him he can get open uh him and brady has have a good connection um oj howard i think can be and has been a difference maker the, the guy needs to stay healthy he needs to work on on blocking too he struggles a little bit there uh but he's a legitimate tight end um he you know everyone he was a first round pick everyone expected him to you know break out and he hasn't done so yet so i think this is an important year for him to do so uh, but he, I think he's good. I think Bray uh, is really good uh, and underrated. I think he could be a starter on most teams. Um, so I gave the, the tight ends a B. I mean, I give them a B, but I mean, OJ Howard, he was drafted number one in 2017. So basically, he's been in the league for four years now, and he's still, he's not a, he's not a superstar, which kind of, worries me a little bit but like you said they have other tight ends on the team that can probably flourish but i don't know what kind of offense because it's sometimes they run those wide outs but they keep the tight end in and then it's a fake and then you know yeah. so tight end and you know going back to howard for a second tight end is the one position i think takes the longest when you know when you move from collegiate level to the NFL, there's just so much you need to learn, and it really takes you, you know, well into your like second deal for them to under, you know, for things to click for for whatever reason. And I can you can go back to, unless you like you're a complete superstar, you know, it's just it's just it doesn't ha it takes a while for you to develop at that position. There's so many things that. So many responsibilities you have in terms of blocking first and then, you know, catching the ba the ball, um, you know, second, you know, it takes a little bit for you to develop. So I'm not completely concerned or over concerned with O.J. Howard. He just needs to stay healthy. I think that's what I'm more concerned with with him. Well, he needs if he wants Brady to trust him, he needs to catch some balls. That's number one. Um, so the offensive line. Which, I don't know, what last season they rectified because at the beginning of the year they were giving up sacks and then towards the end of the year they were not giving up sacks. So you got your starting center, Ryan Jensen, which I feel like he's been around for a while. Six years was drafted in 2013. So yeah, he's going up on, on 10 years now. Then you got uh, Ali Mapa, Alex Kappa, which are all starters. Alex Kopa another guard another starter and then you have like your offensive tackles which is with and donovan smith so uh, well, how do you feel about this offensive line going into this season they're a good unit um they played really well last year especially down the stretch um they got some uh mean guys on that old line they're not afraid to like punch you in the mouth which i like um you know, are they the best offensive line in the league? No, um, but they're you know they're smart. They they work hard. I think Brady, um, you know, helps out for sure. You know, in terms of like figuring out who the, who their assignments are. I think they're a str pretty strong unit. I gave them uh, a, a B. You gave them B. I gave them a B also. So so far. So far, I can see that you like this team because you give them A's and B's, and I give them one C so far, and that was the running backs. So we're going to go into the defense. We're going to talk about the defense. Now, keep in mind that 
this is very early in the season and we're just looking at who they have on the team currently so we're gonna look at the linebackers which is i think it's where they flourish so they got levante david they got shaquille barrett devin Y, which was an all-star last year they got kevin mentor jake sichi they got joseph jones and cam gill and kj Britton, so forth and so forth and they don't even i'm looking at the here they don't even have like a ranking for them because they know that it's they're probably gonna make the practice squad or something but what I mean, these linebackers were like the superstars of the defense. What do you think? Best group in the league, most likely. Um, you know, it's tough to find another team that can that put out uh, good quality linebackers uh, like these. I think maybe the Steelers will give them a run for the money, but um, they're they're the real deal. Devin White is a beast. Um, probably the you know best linebacker in the league. Um, Shaquille Barrett, uh, he's a beast. Um, it's tough to stop, you know. I gave them an A minus. You gave them an A minus. I gave them an A because I mean, they defense. It's you know, there's always saying that defense wins championships, and I think, I think that saying only applies, especially now. I think that defense gets you to the championship game, but you still need a good offense to win it. So I think that this defense definitely carried them through the whole entire year, especially when it came down to like teams that people thought that they had the offense figured out. No, it was the defense who they didn't figure out. And the defensive coordinator just got an extension, just got an additional three years. So I think this defense is really good when the linebackers are like the heart of the defense. So I give them an A. What do you think about the cornerbacks? Yeah, I'll lump them in with the safeties as well. I gave them both a B. I think they're very, very solid. Um, they're uh, they got some young talent with uh, Murphy Bunning. Um, they're they're really good. They're uh, you know they're a turnover machine, and part of it you know is because if if you were able to get some pressure up front. Uh, they can cover you on the uh, backfield, but they got some really good young talent. Uh, let me give a shout out to like Winfield too. That dude is, you know, no joke. Um, you know, in terms of like, you know, uh, especially playing against the run, um, they're they're legit. Yeah, I mean this this corner this corners that they have on the team, they talk smack, they uh, they back it up, all that. And then some. I think that they're gonna have a good good season this year. Um, Jamel Dean, Con Davis. I mean, those are top notch. They they both both of them came out of Auburn, which I'm looking at over here. So SEC all the way. So I think you know it's legit. It's legit. It's definitely a legit team. So let's look at the D line here. Cause the D line, I'll be honest with you, when they when they brought Jason Pierre Paul, and I was like, wow, that that dude. I remember that dude in the when he beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl championship, and then unfortunately he blew his fingers on on uh, playing with uh, fireworks. So I was like, this dude is done, but he proved me wrong. Yeah, no, he, you know. He's been really good for this team for not just last year, but for the past couple of years. Um, you know, he's a leader for sure. I, and I hear he's doing really well in camp, too, this year. So, you know, it's no surprise. The guy is very athletic. I think that's what carries him. Um, the whole defensive line. Uh, well, let me say the starters, um, if they can stay healthy. Uh, Vitavea is a big part of that. Dom Kinsu is a big part of that. Those guys can be really, really good. I am concerned a little bit uh, with depth behind them if something happens. But I think the D-line is solid. Um, I gave them a, a B. Um, this is You probably don't want to have an injury or two on the D-line because I think they'll, they'll have some problems behind them. Yeah, I mean, the D-line, 
they they were pretty good especially against the run because when i look at at the d they nobody only two teams which were the giants and the saints went over a hundred rushing yards everybody else they kept on their 100 yards and that's i mean that is a sign of a good defense number good. one against the run 80.6 yards per game yeah that so says it all and you know it's not all the d-line it's the linebackers too it's the secondary as well they're a good defense you know they're a legitimate defense so you know yeah i i definitely i give them an a because i think that the veterans are going to teach the young young rookies how to do it and as long as they don't get into any fighting or anything like that, they got they should be okay. So I gave them an A, and you gave them an A. So they everything is looking pretty good for them right now. Okay, let's look at the special teams really quickly, and I'm not gonna spend too much time because I'm not gonna pretend that I know too much. But the kickers that they have on there. Are they trustworthy in your eyes? Uh, yeah, Ryan Suckup hit 90%. I looked this up beforehand. 90% of his field goals last year. 100% during the postseason, 9 for 9. Um, you can't get more reliable than that. Um, their return game, I think it, you know, it wasn't that great last year. I think Scotty Miller had, handled a lot of the punt returns. They drafted uh, Jillian Darden this year. I'm really anxious to see what he can do with special teams. Um so I, you know, I gave, you know, as far as the kicking game, probably a B plus. I think Suckup is really good. He's going to be reliable. I don't know how strong his leg is, but he's not going to lose. I don't foresee him losing them games. Um, and then the return, uh, as far as the return game goes, you know, I gave him a B minus. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I don't. They uh, they had a couple of close games last season, but. It was never like down to Ryan Suckup's like, oh, you need to hit this game winner. I think that they either lost lost the game or they were blown out, which didn't happen often. But I think that they're going to score so many points that the kicking game is going to be irrelevant, I think. Personally, I think. And like you said in the return, um, they haven't, they haven't, I don't think they have like a set guy yet, but. I am thinking they're gonna figure it out by the time they break camp. So yeah, between I mean they, they drafted Jaylion to 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 handle it. We got Scotty Miller, AB has done it uh, before for them last year. I don't see him doing it again this year. Um, but it's not like they don't have players that can return to get, uh, return the ball. So I think they're in good shape in special teams. So what what grade would you give the return? I gave them B minus. Okay, so the only the only time that you didn't like you didn't like it was the QBs where you gave a B plus, and the uh, running backs gave him a B. So everything else was nay. Which no, I, I had some Bs. I had some Bs for the cornerback, safety, D line. Uh, I had Bs for the you know B plus for kicker, B for return. The only A I gave them, or I'm giving them, is uh, at linebacker and receivers. Okay, so ultimately you think that bringing everybody back is going to help this team. They didn't have any glaring holes, you're saying. I think top to bottom, this is the best team in the NFL in terms of talent uh, and in terms of depth at most positions. Um I think you give this team an off-season to prepare and you introduce them to what winning looks like, I think the rest of the league better watch out. Okay. Well, I don't I don't feel I don't feel as confident at least cuz I do feel like this team should win the division and should win. They should have home field advantage. After that, I I don't know what's gonna happen so let's 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 look at the their schedule going forward for 2021 and then we'll decide what kind of record this team is gonna have so the first game against the Dallas Cowboys on September 9th 
And all I want you to do, Ron, is just give me a L or a W. What do you think? I have a W. You have a W? And I have a W, too, because I don't fear the Cowboys, and Dak is not 100%. And Mike McCarthy doesn't bring fear to me anyway. So so we both have Ws. What about September 19th versus Atlanta? I have a W. You have a W? I have a W, too, because, come on, it's Atlanta. And they just they got rid of their head coach, Quinn. They have someone else on there. I don't, I don't know about that. September 26th at Los Angeles. They play in the Rams. What do you think? Um, I have a loss here. This is their first loss. Yeah, me too. And I think I told you this a couple weeks ago. I like this Los Angeles Rams team. I don't know how far they're going to get if they're like Super Bowl contenders, but I like them a lot. Okay, October 3rd at New England. That's a W. You give them a W. I give them a loss. And not only saying that because it's my beloved pass, but because in that game, I think that it's going to be loud and it's going to be like TB's going to be not feeling like I'm going to put an L here. What do you think? I think you're nuts. I, th- I think he's going to come out so amped up so locked in so focused and not just him he's gonna make sure the rest of that team they they're gonna he's gonna tell them you know what don't get distracted by the noise and when i say noise i don't just mean the crowd i'm talking about all any festivities that happens to have you know happen you know whether they celebrate brady i think they will or not he's gonna make sure they're prepared and not distracted by that and they're gonna come out i think he's gonna come out uh, what avenges that game And he's going to put a beat down On the Pats Okay you heard it here first It's going to be a beat down September 10th Versus Miami Win You got a W um, I got a W too Because I don't know what Miami's going to look like Come September I don't know if, how Tua is going to look like So We'll see Okay we got September 14th at Philly. Win. That's a W. Mm-hmm. I got a W too because, come on, it's Philadelphia here. They don't even know what they're doing. The 24th, October 24th versus Chicago. W. Why do you say W? It's Chicago, first of all. And they almost won as bad as they played last year. They still almost won that game. And I think, you know, they're going to look back to what happened last year. Uh, this game is at home. Um, but they're, they're going to remember what happened last year, and they're going to punish the Bears. I think by this game, by the way, um, Justin Fields, a rookie for the Bears, will probably be playing because um, that team's going to stink, um, and they're just going to embarrass them off the field. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that – I mean, I, I like the Bears' defense, but I don't think that's enough. Um, October 31st at New Orleans. Um. I have this one as a loss. Yeah, I have this one as a loss, too. I mean, I think that Peyton will have a quarterback figured out by then. But I still think that the crowd, I don't know, it's something about the crowd. And I think the Brady's going to mess up Brady being it and feel. I, I just think that this is uh, definitely a loss for them. This, this New Orleans is a strong team. I believe we lost to them twice last year. Um, they're, you know, I understand they don't have, they haven't figured out the quarterback situation, but they're not just gonna, you know, lay down um, for the Bucks. Um, I think, you know, I think the Bucks are gonna lose this game. Okay, so they have a bye week after that game, and then November fourteenth at Washington. So I originally had a loss here because I think Washington is going to be much better with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. But I'm giving them a win because, uh, you know, this is a bye week. You just said it. Um, Brady is not going to lose coming off a bye week. You give this team two weeks to prepare. Um, Bruce Arians, uh, two weeks to prepare. I think they'll come out and figure out how to get a win, even though it's in uh, Washington. Yeah, and and I, I give them the W as well, but I don't fully trust Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I don't even know who the backup is. 
I, it, whoever the backup is, it's, it just they don't have the QB position figured out yet. They may have a really good defense, but they don't have the QB position figured out. Okay, November twenty second on my birthday, they playing the New York Giants. Another beat down here. Uh, the Giants stink. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, I got a W too because that. And uh, next week we're gonna have a guest who is a Giants fan, and I'm sure he's gonna tell us otherwise. But the Giants think uh, they Joe Judge, the new man, the new coach. I mean, there's fighting going on. There's there's all kinds of drama. That team is not ready yet. Okay, we got uh, November twenty eighth at Indianapolis. Uh, they'll win this game. Um, not that Indy is a pushover. I don't know what's going on with Carson Wentz. I don't know if I even trust Carson Wentz as a QB for Indy. I know their defense is good. I know they have a pretty decent um, offense, very good offensive line. But, um, you know, I think the Bucks are a better team, and they should find a way to win, even on the road. Yeah, I gave them a W, too, because, I mean – the whole Carson Wentz thing is one thing, and then Indianapolis, uh, they just haven't figured out how to win yet, and they're in between quarterbacks. All right, December 5th at Atlanta. Yeah, so my birthday, unfortunately, they'll greet me with a loss here. Um, they're going to split this you know, season with Atlanta. Um, you know, it's, it's a divisional rivalry game, and... You know, and I don't think necessarily think Atlanta is that great. They got they do obviously have some talent, but and they'll find a way in my eyes to, to pull out a split in the series and, and win this game. I give them a win because now we're getting into late in the season, November, December, and TB he doesn't like to lose these games. He he, at least the teams that I've followed and on, he don't lose so. I think that they're going to handle Atlanta just fine. Okay, December 12th versus Buffalo at home. I gave them a loss here. I think Buffalo is legit. You know, they're the probably the best team, arguably, uh, in the AFC. Um, you know, this this game is at home. They have that to their, their advantage. Um, but I'm giving them a loss for, you know, two straight losses here, which is, you know, I don't know if whether or not that's going to happen or not, but that's that's my prediction. So through through fourteen games, you have this team going at ten and four. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I have the team going at ten and four through fourteen games. All right. Game number fifteen, December nineteenth versus New Orleans at home. I got a win here. Like I said, I think they'll split the series with the Saints. They In my eyes, they lost the first one. Um, I think they'll figure out a way to win the second one. Yeah, I got to win too because I think it's going to be a coin toss. They either lose the first game and win this one or win the first game and lose this one. Either way, I don't I don't think that is, you know, they're going to go 2-0 against the Saints. Okay, December 26th, game 16 at Carolina. There's a win. Win here. Yeah, this is an automatic. I don't even know if Carolina, what they're putting out there. Other than McCaffrey, are they any good? Yeah, Sam Darnold. That's it. That should tell you everything, I think. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Okay, so we got January 2nd at New York. What do you have? I got Ryan Griffin playing. That's how bad this game is going to be. Uh, this is a be a massacre. Um, you know, you got a rookie quarterback in the you know with the Jets. Uh, obviously, I would imagine he's playing and starting. But for what I've heard so far this preseason, he hasn't done well. So, um, but this will be a blowout. Yeah, I, this is going to be a W. I mean, we're talking about the J E T S. <laughs> this is an automatic loss. Okay, uh, the last game, which is 18, number 18, versus Carolina at home January 9th. Yeah, they should win this game again, um, and depending on how far they're up in terms of, like, whether or not they sit players or not, 
um, I still think they'll they'll come out with a win this this game. So then you have this team going fourteen and four next season. Thir- thirteen. 13 and 4. 13 and 4. 17 mm-hmm. games, sorry. So 13 and 4. Same thing. I have this team going 13 and 4. This is surprising because you were down on the Bucks when I talked to you early in the summer. So um, I went through the schedule with you before. I didn't have these specific uh, games in terms of like who, you know, what games they're winning and losing, but you, you, you were down on. My prediction of 13 wins. I'm surprised that you're you're with me right now. Well, I'm I'm with you on the wins because now going through the roster, the roster looks good. But you know, we disagree on the Patriots game and we disagree on the um, Atlanta game. You have it as a loss. I have it as a win. So it's you know, and you have them. Um, that's the only two really two games that we don't agree on yeah they should have a good season i think 13 wins obviously is a really good season um you know they they finish with 12 wins um you know will it be disappointing not necessarily um they'll still be in the playoffs but you know i think you know i'd like to see what the over under is too i don't know you know i have that in front of me but um i think 13 wins is 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 reasonable i mean i think 13 wins get you uh home playoff berth right it does um and I, I i took some time to look at like the other team's schedules the toughest team that they have to face in the nfc is green bay green bay has a killer schedule this year you know so yeah i think they'll still make the playoffs but they're gonna get hammered they got hammered with a tough schedule whereas the bucks you know they kind of lucked out a little bit yeah they they have a very easy schedule i mean they're they're playing the uh NFC South, of course. Then they're playing the NFC uh, East. So they they locked out with uh, a lot of the different teams. So here are my questions to you, Ron. So we we both basically we both agree that this team is gonna make the playoffs. Do you do we agree that this team is gonna make the Super Bowl and win it? I think they do. Um, I think, you know, like I said, they they have a top to bottom, the best team. You know, barring many major injuries, I think it has to be multiple injuries because they have that much depth. Um, you know, I think the only team that can really um, compete with them in the playoffs specifically will be Green Bay. That, you know, they worry me a little bit. They almost lost to Green Bay last year. Um, but I think Green Bay has a really tough schedule this year. And it's not going to be a cakewalk for them to get into the into the playoffs. I think the Cowboys are going to have a much better year. I think they, they'll they're going to surprise teams, you know, with uh, Dak back, assuming he's healthy. But um, you know, if you look at the Bucks again, just their roster, they're just stacked both sides of the ball, and, and even on special teams. Um, you know, I see them making a run in the playoffs. I think great once once they are in the postseason, you know, Braden's going to. Uh, and not just Brady, you know, Bruce, you know, and all the coaches that they have, they're going to keep them all focused on the ultimate goal, which is winning a Super Bowl. And I think they'll pull it off again this year. Well, I think that this team is good enough to get home playoff berth and it's good enough to be in the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're good enough to be the Chiefs. Right now, the Chiefs are favored, followed by the Bucks. And I'm looking at the Lions. Then they got the Packers, the Ravens, the Bills, the Rams. I have no idea why the 49ers are on this list. Um, and then the Saints are also on this list. So I, I I definitely agree with 99% of what you said, except for that winning it all. I don't know. I'll have to see what the the 2021 season brings up. I guess last year's beatdown of the chiefs wasn't enough for you no no i think that chiefs are gonna correct their mistake okay so looking at this team who is the most valuable player right now that's easy it's tom tom uh, not just because he's the quarterback but you know he's the leader of the team um he's the, the second coach on the team you know bruce arians might have the head coaching job but you know brady's the one that 
keeps the entire team offense and defense um engaged you know they listen to him they follow his lead um he's the most important player on the team and and easily the most valuable player on the team yeah i don't think they're this team wasn't as good they don't make the playoffs without tom brady they don't win it all without tom brady so yeah he's definitely the player if they lose tom brady i don't i don't know where this team is gonna be okay so that goes into the fourth question which is if all goes to shit injuries aside whose fault is it is it is it because uh, Tom Brady messed up? Is it because Bruce Arian messed up? Is it the whole Antonio Brown saga? Why? What do you think this team doesn't achieve? Uh, what What it's gonna achieve, which is back to back wins? Well, first of all, I don't see it happening in, t- in terms of not having a successful season and making the playoffs. They will finish, I think, top three in offense and top three in defense in the NFC. Um, they have a like I mentioned a strong kicking game, and I think they'll have a decent return game. So special teams covered, uh, and a minimum they're in the playoffs. Um, if they lose in the playoffs, it's in terms of whose fault it is, I think it'll be Tom's fault. Um, I mentioned he's he's a really good player. He is the goat. I'm not even going to argue that anymore. I used to argue it all the time. I don't think there's any question anymore as whether or not he's the the, the goat. But he's not completely immune to turnovers. Um, he threw three tur- three interceptions against Green Bay last year. The defense bailed him out. He threw three interceptions, I believe, against the New Orleans Saints. The defense bailed him out. Um, looking at their losses last year, he had nine interceptions in those five losses um, during the regular season. So he is capable of having a bad game, uh, meaning throwing multiple interceptions. Uh, so if that happens in the playoffs and the defense isn't there to bail them out, you know, they can lose, um, you know, so if they don't lose, you know, it's not going to be, I don't think the coaching or the, you know, the running game or the defense that's going to let them down. It might be, you know, Tom, Tom himself. Yeah. I mean, if injuries aside, if this team doesn't do well, it's going to be all on Tom Brady. And I was thinking about this because I know that we like to talk about how old he is. He's 44 years old, which is in, you know, football terms, that's like crazy. I mean, I think the average is like six years, six years in the NFL, and then you retire. So he's going on like year 18. So I don't, I'm not, not even, I think he was drafted in 2001. So he's, getting a, he's going on year 20. So it, this is like unbelievable stuff like, I can't believe he's doing this, but at the same time, there's gonna be there's gonna be a point where it just it goes it falls off really really quickly, and I don't know if it's, it's gonna be this year. I don't know if it's gonna be in the middle of the year, but he, sh- in my opinion, I think he should have retired after this year and be like, you know what, we won the Super Bowl. This is Super Bowl number seven. I'm done. See you later. But you know, as he said before, his his favorite Super Bowl is the next one. So, yeah. I and think he looked at this roster and said, it's, "It's too damn good, you know, to pass up a chance to win again." Win again. Well, know, it's the, not like they're coming back and they lost a bunch of. They brought back the entire team, offense and defense. You know, they brought back the entire team and actually drafted. And this team drafts really well. You know, for the most part, they draft pretty well. So, they, why wouldn't you come back? See, this is the thing is like uh, I was uh, listening to Pat Riley one time, and he's, they asked him like, "What? How? How are you able to win back-to-back games, still keep everyone in check?" And he said, "It's easy. I basically told everyone that you're not gonna get more playing time. You're not gonna get more money. You're not gonna get anything. Basically, the me too. The the me first mentality after you win the first one and i'll be honest with you i don't know if bruce arian has that mentality to keep people in check i think he's definitely happy he won a super bowl and he'll be static if he wins another one but he's not gonna be all business i think he is i think you're wrong there i think you're deadly wrong if you you look at 
you know what he said this offseason he's called players out individually for having a you know shitty uh offseason uh for showing up to camp out you know out of shape and out of weight he does not play around and that's that see they res- the players respect that they love that about him you know he'll tell you straight up whether you know you're doing well or if you're sucking you know he's not afraid to call you out and you know last year is last year i think they put all of that behind them they're not going to focus on what happened last year i think he has them focused this year i think tom tom brady you know and and, and we give a lot of credit to tom and we should but I want to give a lot of the credit to the other coaches as well on that on this team because I think they are, uh, you know, to me they're head coaches. They're they're like three head coaches on this team. I not mean, including what's the offensive coordinator is Byron Leftwich. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defensive coordinator is uh, Bowens. Yep, Bowles. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. So it's uh it's like these these two coordinators should be head coaches by now. Yeah, they'll have their team prepared without a doubt and i think this is the year um if they win it all and i think they will um that i think bruce arians will say you know goodbye and right off into the sunset i think i can see Leftwich leaving and, and going to a head coaching job i see bows bowls getting another opportunity again uh, you know somewhere else um i think this is it i don't think by the way i don't think it's possible to keep this same team around for a third year when you look at the contract there's no way they could afford to keep their these players one more year beyond this year at all so i think they're all in for this year and i think that's why they win it yeah i think they i think they have a pretty easy schedule i'm not 100 sold on them winning it all but you know that's why they play the games right that's why they play the games so on that note we're gonna end it there uh, next week, we're going to do a breakdown of the New York Giants. And hopefully, we'll have a special guest uh, for you guys listening in. So, on that note, what do you got to say, Ron? Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, can't wait till we talk about the Steelers. I am excited for next week, though, to talk about the Giants. Um, I hope you guys you know, enjoy listening to us. You know, um, it's been great, man. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about the Giants because, you know, the Giants were my original uh, NFL team when I moved here. Me too. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be like uh, walking the uh, old. It's like it's like seeing an old girlfriend. <laughs> but, you know, you moved on to better, bigger things. That's going to be like reviewing the New York Giants. So in that note like to say peace out thanks again for listening please send your questions and or suggestions to shut your mouth podcast that's shut ym podcast at gmail.com you can always reach us via twitter at shut your mouth podcast or dm us at the gram at Shut Your Mouth Podcast. Again, S-H-U-T-Y-M Podcast. Until next time, see ya. Peace.